Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure on this Friday, March 10th, to welcome a guest to the podcast. Today we have reading for us, Caitlin Brune. Now, Caitlin and I go way back to when I was a youth intern with Shades Crest Baptist Church and she was a youth. And so I'm so grateful to now come full circle with her. She and her husband, Mitchell, are members of the church, have been here about two years, and I've been begging her to be on the podcast. So thank you, Caitlin, so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad to be here today. I will be reading Mark 10, 17 through 31, a reflection on the Ten Commandments. As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. Good teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus answered, no one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you should not steal, you shall not give false testimony, you shall not defraud, honor your father and mother. Teacher, he declared, all these I have kept since I was a boy. Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said, go sell everything you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. At this, the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words, but Jesus said again, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were even more amazed and said to each other, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With a man this is impossible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. Then Peter spoke up, We have left everything to follow you. Truly I tell you, Jesus replied, No one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age. Homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, along with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. Thank you so much, Caitlin, for joining the podcast today and for reading for us. You have a beautiful voice. I want to hear a little bit more about you. Tell me about yourself, where you grew up, and your family. I grew up here in Birmingham, Alabama. I grew up going to church in uh, Bluff Park, Shades Crest Baptist Church, where I first met you. And then I went to Sanford University for college. And so I'm still here, never left Birmingham. I love it. I ended up meeting my husband, Mitchell Brune, here right down the street from Mountain Brook Baptist at Odie's. Oh, that's so fun. I know. So um, I love Mitchell. We've been married a little over two years. We got married in November, November 7th, 2020. Uh, Ooh, and during the height of the pandemic. Tell yes. me a little bit about that. So that was really hard planning a wedding during COVID, but it worked out wonderfully. And I always say, I look back and yes, we went with like plan E. Like, I mean, there were so <laughs> many different plans, but I loved how it worked out. I loved my flowers, my ceremony. We had a reception and um, it was great. Well, tell me a little bit about your work. You mentioned going to Sanford. What did you major in and then where do you work now? 
Yes. So I majored in communication studies and I really loved what I studied in college. I actually was first a corporate recruiter in the financial field. Loved doing that. I realized what I loved about it was helping people find jobs. It was so wonderful to pick up the phone, call someone, tell them they got the job and hearing their excitement. Uh, And so I phased out of that because I realized I really enjoyed fundraising for nonprofits. And so now I'm in fundraising and development for Easter Seals of the Birmingham area. We support children, teens, and adults with disabilities. I want to know a little bit more about your personality. What are you like? What are some of the activities that you enjoy doing? Let's see, my personality. The first thing that comes to mind is I love to entertain. And that's one of the things I love about Mitchell because he does too. We love having people over to our home. I love to cook. I love to put things together. I love a theme. Um, My friends laugh. I'm always going to have a little invitation if you're coming over to my home. (laughs) It's so beautiful. Yes, you hosted a Christmas party that I was a part of, and it was so much fun. But I have to tell those who are listening that you really need to get to know Caitlin because she bakes the most delicious homemade bread. Tell me a little bit about your bread. Thank you. And I'm glad you said that because I need to feed the starter tonight. (laughs) (laughs) So I bake sourdough bread and it's a starter I have. Uh, I know a lot of people did it throughout the pandemic. I've loved sourdough bread. It's been throughout my family since I was little. Uh, When I was little, we called it Gigi bread because my grandmother baked sourdough bread. And I remember having it somewhere else and being like, how did you get Gigi bread? Because she lives in Tennessee. <laughs> so I love baking it. I, it, gets, it makes people so happy. It's an easy way to make somebody happy. Okay, one more get to know you question. Tell me three things that you like or you like to do. Okay, one of the first things that comes to mind is paper. I love stationery. My mom always was big into writing letters, and so that's something that I, I love. I love setting a table. I just have fun bringing out the linens and the dishes. Love some dishes. Mitchell's like, we have no more room to put (laughs) dishes. And then lastly, I love a good candle. I am always lighting a candle. What is your favorite scent? Oh, gosh. Anything floral. Anything. I love like the scent of anything floral. Another question that I have is how did you get connected with Mountain Brook Baptist? That's a great question. You know, I've always heard about Mount Brook Baptist. My dad works in the ministry field, and so he's connected and has told me about Mount Brook Baptist. And then, but really, when Mitchell and I got married, our goal was to find a church home by our one year anniversary. And I had some ideas where I wanted to go, but Mitchell was really kind of leading it. And he came to me and said, let's go to Mountain Brook Baptist. It's in a great location to where our home is. I said, okay, can you just take and lead with it? So he got on the website, emailed, was emailing with Sharon. We came and visited, and it was really just going to be one of the many churches we visited, and we never left. (laughs) And we're so glad. You guys have gotten super involved. We're so grateful you helped lead out with the Grace Group, which is a Sunday school class for young couples, and also on Wednesday nights, you're part of the Grace Group. Tell me about other things that you guys have gotten involved with. Most recently, uh, Mitchell's on the men's softball team. <laughs> they uh, This past Monday, they lost both games. They look great out there. Well, and I've heard that if you play softball, you might want to come and help them just yes. a little bit. They, they did look great, but I heard they lost by a lot. Is that true? They did. Aww. The Greek, Greek Orthodox Church beat them pretty bad. Oh, well. <laughs> 
Caitlin, on a more serious note, I want to hear how you came to faith in Christ. So, like the saying goes, if the church doors were open, the George family was there. You know, y'all know how that is. And um, I was involved in, you know, we were there every Wednesday night, which is why I love coming to Wednesday night. It just reminds me of growing up. Um, I was in GAs. I did the youth group. I did youth choir. I love doing it. Uh, So I was always, you know, I, I accepted the Lord in my heart, but I was always around it. So I said before, I was like, it was easy to be a Christian in my household because it was there. And I love, why not love the Lord? Mm-hmm. But my faith has grown and strengthened a lot in the past 10 years or so with my mom's illness with Alzheimer's. So I remember when she was first diagnosed, um, golly, so many emotions going on. And, you know, if you've dealt with any kind of loved one being diagnosed with anything, any, any diagnosis, it can, it'll rock your world. And, you know, you just, your mind goes in different places. And anyways, one of the thought things I said that kind of helped me come back around was, okay, any doctor we see, any nurse we see, anywhere we go with this illness, I knew my mom's love for the Lord. I knew my dad's, I knew our families. I was like, I hope we can spread the Lord through the nurses and the doctors and the people we meet. What I didn't realize is that it was going to change me and strengthen my relationship with the Lord and and how I've gotten to know Him and love Him and lean on Him. And I'm just thankful for the foundation my parents paved. And I hurt that it's it's going through this hard time to get to know Him. But, oh my gosh, I love Him even more today than I did when I was in GAs. Tell me a little bit more about the journey and how the church came around you and your family during this time. I remember being in my home with my dad, and I, I didn't even know. where we, There was this time where I didn't even know where we were going to turn. We didn't. I mean, we were just at a loss on what to do next. And I remember telling some friends, pray for me because I can't pray right now. Mm-hmm. I was so upset. And then it's amazing who was brought to our door like the next day after we had received some certain news uh, and how that changed our life and how it's better now. And just it is, it's amazing the people he puts in your life that help lead you to the next step, mm-hmm. whether it's Alzheimer's or you're worried about where to go in your job or what to do with your child or whatever it might be. It's just amazing who he leads, and if you just kind of let go and trust, he he will flourish. You know that phrase, being the hands and feet of Jesus. My parents mimicked that for me and my brother growing up, and it's something I want to do. So what was hard was allowing others to be the hands and feet of Jesus for us. And it is so sweet to feel, to feel that. But it's, it's hard to say, like, whoa. I'm the one that needs the help right now. Like, we we need help being led where to go. We need meals being brought to us. It's hard to accept that when you've helped so much. Yes. In fact, I myself have been the benefactor of the love and care of your parents, Allison and David. Um, Just when I was at Shades Crest, they were so kind and welcoming and hospitable. And then I know your story a little bit is how the church then came around you guys as your mom was diagnosed. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So my dad and I have often said, we don't know how people go through hardships without a church family. 
church family is awesome. I mean, they are there to celebrate with you. They're there to be sad with you. And so it, it was, it's been amazing what all they've done for my family, which has helped me. I mean, there's times that I would be so worried about my parents. And honestly, a small thing was I was always worried about what they were going to eat for dinner. So I would be working and I'd be trying to get something over there. And, and I told someone at the church, I was like, I just want them to have dinner because I know dad can't cook. My mom <laughs> isn't at a spot where she can cook. Um, but they, and so they have been bringing dinner like two and three times a week for years now. And so that inspired me to realize how important church family is for me and Mitchell. And, and, and it's not always about being sad and bringing dinner over to somebody, you know, it's, it's like I said about celebrating and just fun. I look forward to seeing my Sunday school class on Sunday mornings. I look forward to Wednesday night and seeing my growth group and having dinner with everybody. I just, I love the fellowship at church. Caitlin, that just reminds me, you bring so much joy to our fellowship. I feel like you are bubbly and you are always trying to connect with others and you exude the joy of the Lord. Is that something that you have to work at or is it part of your personality or or, or how do you keep joy in your relationship with God and others? Thank you so much, Mary. That's such a nice compliment. I really appreciate it. I just, I love helping people. I love seeing people smile. I love giving a little happy, as we call it in my family, and many do too. But um, something that comes to mind is I remember my mom's best friend, Kathy Miller, who's been so wonderful to me throughout my mom's illness. Uh, We were talking one day and she reminded me, she's like, that's the Lord and the Holy Spirit inside of you that gives you the energy to do that for others. So I always think on that because I am not happy all the time. You know, I'm not perfect, but, um, I do remind myself like the Lord, give me the strength, give me the energy to do this. Sometimes I even pray, like, give me an idea of how I might help somebody and just like lay it on my heart, which reminds me of how we've talked about hospitality in growth group. And um, there's sometimes I'm like, is it weird if I drop this bread off in someone's mailbox? (laughs) Is it weird if I write this note? And I just try to push past it because I've been on the receiving end and it's always been wonderful. It's like, I just want to be the nice person sometimes. Yeah. Yes. And the Lord uses those acts of hospitality to remind others that they are not forgotten and that He is at work, just kind of full circle to your story Mm -hmm. of like God putting His people around you and reminding you Mm -hmm. of His presence with you. Caitlin, you've been such a joy. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Do you mind ending our podcast with prayer? Sure. Dear Lord, thank you so much for Mary and the ministry team we have here at Mountain Brook Baptist Church. Mitchell and I are so grateful for this church and the church family we've found in this church. And Lord, be with all of us this this weekend as we go throughout the busy weekend and be able to enjoy what comes our way. Um, we look forward to worshiping together on Sunday. And thank you again for this day. Just now we pray. Amen. Amen.